Good afternoon. This is Dr. Saul Goldstein. The, uh, the opinions expressed by these two, uh, you know, uh, fellows, uh, uh, colored folks, uh, may or may not be the opinions of uh, their employers uh, or mine. Uh, Holler at me. If I speak, I am in, in big trouble. In big trouble. And I don't want to be in big trouble. Shooter pass. We back at it, man. Uh, Ken, what you got for me this week? Do you have some good stuff? Uh, I think I went perfect last week. I shot everything. Yeah, you shot everything. And you were pretty spot on in a lot of your takes, too. So uh, my bad that like uh, we didn't actually get it up to uh, YouTube because some of your takes were hot. But like if you listen to it on the pod, <laughs> like uh, come back. And like re-listen to those because rocks be giving you the gems. Um, all right. Let's see. We got some uh we got some NWSL on the docket. We got some MLS on the docket. Um, we've got uh some World Cup on the docket, and we've got some tech on the docket. All right. Mm, so tech. Yeah, so uh, let me see. Um, we'll start with tech. We'll start with tech. Perfect. That seems, that seems like one you're going to shoot. All right. Mm-hmm. So um, here we go. So let's talk about FIFA Collect. All right. Um, oh. So um, FIFA Collect is moving into uh, the metaverse, right? Okay. Um, so it looks like the metaverse is looking to generate almost $80 billion. Uh, metaverse sports are going to have like an $80 billion impact by 2030. Um, so 80 B's, 80 B's, right? Jeez, bro. (laughs) Okay. So shooter pass. Um, do you think that esports uh and NFTs um are the future? Well, in the metaverse, uh, are the future of fan interaction with football? Shooter pass. Shoot. All right. What you got? Um. Are they the future of fan interaction with football? Absolutely. Because, you know, these orgs are always trying to figure out all the ways that they can milk money out of your pockets. Excuse me. So, um, Metaverse, yes. NFTs, no. And esports, yes. The reason I say no to NFTs is because I think that will, it's just too shaky. There are a bunch of companies doing like uh, collectible NFT cards right now, and none of it has quite taken hold the way that NBA Top Shot has, because Top Shot was selling you actual moments, and, you know, collectible cards is, you know, that's always going to be a thing. People want to collect things. We know this, but you know, just a digital card that's supposed to be one of one. I 
don't think that's really going to hold up in the long term. Metaverse, who knows what's like actually happening with Web3. Uh, it's still all very foreign to me, pretty much. So, But I, I know once these things are in the public conscience like this, the next logical step is that it's in practice. So definitely coming for the metaverse. Esports is already here and will continue to get bigger um, as they can, you know, better monetize and form leagues where they can, you know, set up tournaments and all the other things that they do for the actual game. They can do it in esports as well. So all those things will continue to see. It will continue to grow. Um, just be careful as, as all this stuff happens. Uh, know what you're getting into. Um, and when I say be careful, it's be careful both ways. Like be careful that you don't get taken advantage of and buy some shit just because your team has it on their chest. But also be careful that you understand what's happening and you don't miss out on opportunities that could benefit your life. So it's both ways. Be careful. Yeah. Uh, starting with that whole be careful point. Like, um, I laugh at people who are like, yeah, like crypto, the funny money, like, you know, <laughs> okay, but, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like beware of that. Like, it's not like, you know, it's nothing. It's all fake. It's like, bro. Like if you don't understand the technologies to say, you don't understand the technology, but like, there are a lot of good opportunities out there. Like even now, even mm -hmm. though like, you know, a lot of people are getting taken advantage of. Um, because like people that really understand the technology, like, you know, they're not building for now, like, you know, they're building for five, seven years from now. Right. Yep. And, um, just to go with your esports metaverse NFT, um, like division, I think all of those are going to be big and like sooner than you think. Mm -hmm. Um, I really see NFTs like especially in football, not taking off so much in the collectible, like NBA top shot model, but like in the football manager, like ultimate team model mm -hmm. of like NFTs, right? Because I mean, you're already collecting player cards and shit like that, right? So that's yeah. only one step away from like, you know, doing collectible cards like that and then like assembling like a team. Right, you know, having that like, team compete. Yeah. yeah, so that's only one step away. Uh, I 100% agree with you about esports. Esports is already here. Um, I don't know how large esports are going to get as like a professional market, but mm -hmm. like in like the Roblox, like Minecraft, like, you know, that type of vein where like it has like a really strong following. Yeah, like I think esports is like a lock and it's here to stay. Um, yeah. In terms of the metaverse, I'm not so sure how much interactive stuff is going to go down in the metaverse, but like the actual like the actual game experience simulation where like you know you can put on your Oculus or you can put on whatever and you have courtside seats or you have like yeah. you know in stadium seats at the game, like I think that's the future of the metaverse, right? Like Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not too sure how close we'll ever be to like, you know, people like hopping in the metaverse and like being fully immersed and interactive. But like, you know, I know people now that religiously go to NBA games on their Oculus, right? And they're sitting right there on the yeah. couch. They fucking drop that shit on and they're courtside, right? So like, that's only a matter of time. But yeah. Like, think about that cash model. Like, you know, courtside seats are depending on the team, anywhere from $1,000 to $10,000. Yeah. But imagine if you can sell unlimited seats courtside 
on an Oculus for $200 or whatever the number, $50. Like, it don't even yeah. matter. You can price it whatever because you can sell ad nausea and it don't matter. So, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like it writes itself. Like, imagine getting, like, digital season tickets for home games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, you know, like, they're going to be printing money with that shit. So, yeah, like yeah. $80 billion by 2030, like, totally, totally feasible. Um. All right, let's see. We got two MLS topics, so let's – um. Yeah, so let's go ahead and knock one of these out. Um, Tom Bogert is reporting that uh, Austin FC have signed forward uh, Jassy Zardes um, for the next couple of years through 2025 for club option for 2026. Um, Zardes was a free agent this year. He's 31 years old. Um, will Zardes take Austin FC to that next level of like – actually competing for MLS cups and not being like close, but no cigar, uh, shooter pass. Pass. <laughs> Damn, Jossie son. Is, Jossie is not it, bro. Damn, He's son. He's not. Pass. All right. Uh, great contributor to, uh, the game here, but yeah, great system. He's going to not the answer. All right. Uh, Let's see. So uh, let's talk some World Cup. Uh, not this World Cup, though, but the World Cup 2026. Um, so uh, 2026 World Cup, uh, it's already been confirmed that it's going to be expanded to 48 teams. Um, but my question, well, my background for you is that some players and federations are pushing back on the expansion. Um, so... Um, what are your thoughts on World Cup expansion from 32 to 48 teams? Shoot or pass? Shoot it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Too many teams. Too much shit going on. Uh, we just saw how frantic this World Cup was being in the winter. Um, it won't be quite the same difficulty, but just the volume of games squeezed into that small window, the additional amount of teams that are affected, um, the additional injury risk, like, it's a lot. So, yeah, man, at some point, I know the players make a lot of money, like, generational money. I get it. But they're still human beings, man. They're, the body has limitations. And all these extra games, this new tournament, that tournament, that they, uh, bro, that shit's crazy. There has to be like a cap. And adding more teams, more games, just no. No. It's fine as it is. If you can't qualify, then you can't qualify. Step your shit up. Yeah, I completely agree. And like I would add this too. Like, uh, everybody talks about, like, you know, the competition aspect of it, getting more teams in gives more teams a chance to win. I mean, like, you know, we've got three of the same semifinalists from the last World Cup. <laughs> exactly. Like, what like, are we talking about? For this World Cup. So, There's a top nine. Like, we, what are we talking about, bro? Yeah. And, like, routinely teams that are, like, you know, like, predicted for this to be their year always go out at the same time. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't think adding more teams would increase the competition. I think it would just be more cannon fodder for, yep. like, 
the big teams to run. Through. You get more seven zero games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, I mean, the group stages would be wild, which maybe is what they're yeah. shooting for. But like when it comes to the end of the day, like it's it's not really gone. It's not really yeah. going to shut anything out. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk uh, your favorite subject, uh, the NWSL. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> Okay, so um, pass. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So uh, the NWSL, um, in conjunction with the NWSLPA, um, have just concluded a joint investigation um, regarding uh, abuse towards player and work culture in the league. Um, as you know, like Sally Yates dropped a uh, report a couple months ago, um, and this is the follow-up to that report. And in this report, uh, one, two, three, four, five, five of the ten teams um, in the uh, in the five of the ten teams in the league um, have. Uh, had facts from the Sally Yates report either corroborated or had additional information added to it. Um, do you think that the NWSL will be able to grow as long as reports like this are coming out? Shoot or pass? Shoot. All right. No, they will not. Um, from my perspective, NWSL needs a hard reset. I'm not saying you necessarily need to tear everything down and throw everyone away, but I'm saying they need to sit down, reimagine where this league is going, the ownership group, the GM of the league, all that stuff, uh, the players and refocus the mission. Um, might even change the league name, but a a proper rebranding, because right now the NWSL just has a bunch of negative shit hanging off of it that doesn't serve anybody. Doesn't serve the owners. Doesn't serve the players. Doesn't serve the fan bases. Doesn't serve the advertisers. Nobody. It's all bad. Not all the time. You know, it's still a very viable product. Um, the players are still awesome. We still want to see them grow and have, you know, whole careers that they can, you know, just focus on soccer and, and live and work and take care of their families and all that sort of stuff. But as it stands, man, this shit is just a wreck. And there's just all this baggage on it that is just going to continue to follow the brand around until they do something drastic to shake all of that off, put a fresh coat of paint on, and then move forward as a new unit. Right now, it's just all bad, man. Not all bad, but you know what I mean. Yeah, for the most part. Like, I'll give you a hot take, and I'll just, before, after I expand a little bit on you, what you're saying. The big problem for the NWSL, I feel like, is like all of their national news cycles are bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
you know, like anytime they make it to like the national consciousness, it's always something like this. Right. And yeah. like, that's just not going to be good for like the growth of the league. Um, my hot take is that NWSL needs to call MLS right now and discuss a package where teams can merge. Mm. Because, like, I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm going to say this. And, like, I. I know, like, I know if this hits the light of day, like, motherfuckers are going to be salty when I say this, right? Okay, so there are a lot of motherfuckers who are out here who love to talk about pro-rail, right? Like, pro-rail this, pro-rail that, pro-rail this, European game this, European game that. You know one thing about the European game that nobody talks about over here? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Men's and women's teams under the same club, right? Yep. Like now that I'm not a big like believer in pro rail, but when you're talking about men's and women's teams under the same club and like under the same ownership group, like that is something that like is really feasible, really doable. And overnight, like mm -hmm. it would change this discourse, I feel like. Right. Yeah. Be because like the biggest games the Red Stars had this year were playing in Soldier Field before the Chicago Fire. Right. Mm -hmm. What if they played in Soldier Field all the time with the Chicago Fire? Right. Like, yep. it, it makes no sense why there was only one of those. Right. Yep. So we talked about this uh, before, too, when I said if NYCFC starts a women's team and drops them in the NWSL, like, psh, bro, it's going to be problems because they're going to show you how to run shit. Yeah. Like, uh, fucking NYCFC should just buy Gotham. I mean, like the valuation. Nah. Eh? I think yeah. they should drop their own team for sure. Nah, the branding's already there. You already get the right. They're rights. too tied up with Red Bull. They play over there. Like, I don't think they would do it. One of them needs to buy. I, I mean, the colors are basically the same anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I think if you show up, I think if you show up at Gotham FC's door, if NYCFC shows up at Gotham FC's door with like 30 million cash right now, boom, that's a done deal. Because I don't care what nobody says about these valuations. All of them are Fugazi. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, you know, Except for the Casey Current, they shit about to be legit, legit. Yeah, Casey that stadium. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that's really gonna blow a lot of people's minds because like they're gonna get all these investment dollars and they're gonna be like, "How are the Casey Current doing it?" It's like because they have a stadium, <laughs> yeah. that they have sponsorship rights for. Like fucking who fucking knew, right? Yeah. <laughs> Big facts. So like, yeah, that's my hot take. Uh, NWSL. Uh, should like discuss a merger with MLS, like, and try to get some of these valuations up, and like actually take that page out of the European game. Um, all right, so let's finish with a little MLS. Uh, back to the MLS. Um, Univision will not carry MLS regular season games and playoff games. Uh, in this new Apple deal, so. Um, my question to you, um, how bad is this Apple deal going to get for the MLS, uh, shooter pass? Shoot. So, um, I, Univision is out, but they're in. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so they declined MLS, but they picked up the League's Cup and I believe the Campiones Cup. Okay. 
like whatever joint cups they're doing with Liga MX. So they're in on that, but they're out uh-huh. on MLS like games, games. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, listen, it's gonna be interesting. All we can do is see. You know, Apple has the the marketing budget and the marketing prowess, more importantly, to make it work where it probably shouldn't. So we'll see what happens. If they can glam this up, which is going to be tough with the fucking Fox linear TV. Like, <laughs> good luck putting lipstick on that. But uh, anyway. More Alexi Lawless. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> but, you know, that's not the only way to watch. So if if they can gloss it up and get some proper MLS commentating talent from the old MLS pool that was doing local television broadcast, we might have some. So it's tough to say. I, Like I said, I liked it in the beginning. It got a little dicey when I heard that ESPN was out, but others are in and they do have a linear TV partner. So yeah, we just have to see what happens. Uh, I don't know, man. I think this is going to get bad. Like how bad? Like viewership down? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because I mean, like Apple has more money than God, right? Like they've got like two billion or something in cash reserves. So throwing two hundred and fifty million dollars at MLS was like nothing for them, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, what did that get MLS? It basically got them off a of linear TV, man. Like, mm-hmm. just being on Fox isn't gonna do it. Because, like, you know, if you're just on Fox, ESPN really isn't going to be covering your shit. Like, Mm. you're just really limiting, like, your casual fan experience. Mm -hmm. And the league isn't large enough to not have, like, a strong casual fan viewership experience, right? Right. So, like, that's where I think this is going to be, like, trouble ahead for MLS. Because... Like, not for nothing, the league is still in growth mode. And, like, this is just going to be difficult for, like, eyeballs to get to, you know? Because, I mean, you might get a game or two on MLS Plus for free. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, we all saw how that worked with the World Cup. They didn't give you any good games for free. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know, man. I think this is going to get ugly. I think this is going to get real ugly. The partnership was for 10 years, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They locked themselves in for 10 years. So, I mean... All like- right. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel so dicey to me. And here's why. We're closing out 2022 right now. 2023, you have one year to kind of work out the kinks. See what's going to work, what's not going to work. See what your viewership looks like, how many new subscriptions you get, blah, 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 blah. 2024, you got Copa America. Which, that's separate from MLS, but it's a big boost for interest for the game. Which can drive new subscriptions for 2024 and 2025. And then in 2026, you have the World Cup, which Apple can easily do some wraparound content leading up to that that just completely explodes the shit and then the remaining six years 
of your contract. You just rocking and rolling. So again, it, it's really tough to say. You know, you never know how these things actually play out or what people respond to. But we are certainly going to find out <laughs> come this 2023 season. I think my big pushback to that would be like just operationally, like you're right. Like Copa America is going to be a big chance for casual fans to get in on the back, uh, well, in front of 2026, which is going to be the World Cup, right? But then what happens, like, you know, if you're not already in the AFPOL ecosystem, which is half the population, mm-hmm. like, what happens when you're like, oh, like, I kind of like this soccer shit. Let me check out my domestic league, right? Mm-hmm. And you go and, like, you know, you're like, hey. Paywall. Yeah, well, not only paywall, if you have, uh, if you have like, Google or something, you're like, I got to get Apple for this? Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, boom, cut in half, right? And then yeah. Apple people, they're like, I got to pay for this? Like, yeah. So, like, I just think you just keep slicing it down, right? Like, mm. at some point, you just got weak dope. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he said this shit is straight bacon soda. I got bacon soda. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like, yeah, like at some point you just got weak dope, bro. Like you can only step on it so much before it's not even dope anymore. Right. So like, that's my concern. But that 250 mil a year does is going to look nice every time them checks cash. Big facts. All right. Thank you for checking out Chop Soccer Pod Short Corners. For more, check us out on Twitter at Chop Soccer Pod and Instagram at Chop Soccer Pod. You know the vibes.